0: And welcome back to the Cinema Slayers podcast. It is I, the bearded one, the Fox News of the podcast, Sterling. And I'm joined by the forever a Padawan of podcasting, Jastin.
1: What's up, cine fans? Your wrestler extraordinaire, and I'm here ready to rant about some movies.
0: And next we have the woman who was trapped, or yeah, trapped behind a car that was having headlight issues. Heather.
2: Typical Wednesday. Hey, everybody.
0: And then the man who is currently fighting with a cat with his microphone
3: cable. Oh, stop it, you little mother. Oh, sorry, guys. Uh, thank you for making the
0: choice to listen to the man with the caramel voice. <laughs> we have a special episode for you guys today. We are talking about nostalgia, how it affects the way you view movies from your past, how it affects the way you view movies now, and the way it affects you in general with everything movie related. We did put a Facebook little post out there for you guys, and we did get some responses from you. A lot of people were commenting uh, just a lot of childhood, in a way, classics. We had a couple of people say Ghostbusters. We had a couple of people say The Lion King. Uh, We had a couple of people say Toy Story. Um, We had some people say Space Jam for a couple of them, and I've definitely got some things to say about that later. Um, First and foremost, Devin, what is something like with you with nostalgia with a movie? Um, a very nostalgic
3: movie for me uh one that i just will always love and there there's no objectivity in it it's actually um short circuit 2. Um, i just actually watched it like two weeks ago and um um That's I, amazing. I just can never <laughs> i will never be able to disspect because he is alive <laughs> God, I honestly
2: Didn't know that many other people Even knew what that movie was So that makes me happy <laughs> that you said that
3: <laughs> Need more input <laughs> he's <reading those> books. <laughs> and, then when, and when he gets He's malfunctioning And he was hanging out with the Lost Locals, And he's like Los Locos kick your ass Lost Locos kick your face your lungs kick out your balls into
1: outer
2: space.
3: <laughs> is that racism. the one? Is, is that the
2: one where they have to do like the? Is that the one where they have to do the "Help Me Rhonda" song for the code for whatever they were trying to get out of? Do you remember that they had to do that "Help Me Rhonda" Wait, song so that, as like the code to get out of something? Do you yes, remember that? Yeah. Is that the same one? Well, or is that, that sure? That a different story
3: one? one or two? I don't They're remember. One or two. Oh, okay. That's sure. So I can either one. way. That's the first
0: one. Those movies bleed together for me. I honestly can't tell you the difference between the two movies. (laughs) Oh, there is a
3: definite, definite difference because in the end, Johnny Five gets blinged out, straight gold, and he completely fixes robot and human, um, sentient relations. He's like he's like (laughs) the Rocky Four of Terminator
0: movies. It really you is like well, you okay. could have said that that's the first one and I wouldn't have been able to tell you that it was wrong. <laughs> well, I'm just letting you know what happens, okay? Go I play just love the that Johnny you went Fox straight bitch. to
2: the second one. Like you didn't even say short circuit, you said short circuit too. Yeah. <laughs> that's because awesome. the
3: second is a a superior film. It really is. Yeah. I'm just saying. It is it's fantastic. I have a blast watching it as an adult. I I had a blast watching it two weeks ago. Uh, and it's, it's just never gonna be something I don't like watching. And, w- and when they're beating him up, he's like, "No, I'm alive," and he's pleading for his <laughs> life, oh, Jesus, no. how does that not hit you in the feels? And guess what? There's <laughs> no Wally without Johnny Five, Pixar. We're onto your shit. We know how you be taking <laughs> your stories and your designs from other stuff. Wally is just a fat, short Johnny Five. I said
0: it right here first, calling you out, Pixar. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. I, I mean, I can't say anything about Short Circuit 2 because, like I said, I can't even remember that movie. You, like I said, you could have said the plot of short, short, short Circuit 1 as the plot for 2 and I wouldn't have been able to tell you you were wrong. Um, so, I mean, good for you, I guess. Like, Congrats. Thank you.
3: I, I appreciate the support. <laughs> I think we need, we need to get a petition signed to get that in the uh what's the, what's the vault thing? The, the uh, that they put movies and important things in. What is it called? The, oh, the National uh, Museum? No, yeah, but there's like a specific thing uh, that they put certain movies in that are amazing so they'll be preserved for all eternity. What is it called? <laughs> uh, the Short
2: Circuit 2 Movie Vault?
3: <laughs> ooh, ooh, ooh. The I Library like of Congress. The Library of Congress. Yes. <laughs> oh my. Most Johnny Five makes it all better. And he had a, a grappling hook too. I mean, there's just so much awesome stuff from Johnny Five. That's my bit. I mean, enough said. Fight me.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I would never fight you on that. That's excellent. And I fully approve of that.
0: Heather, what's an example of nostalgia for you?
2: Nostalgic movie for me. Okay. I'm going with, um, even though it's like a PG-13 movie and I probably shouldn't have been watching it when I did, um, Adventures in Babysitting. That's, That's my one right there. That was yes. my favorite movie as a kid. It's the very first movie I remember watching on VHS. And I watch it today, and I still love that movie. It's just really good. Um, Elizabeth Shue was amazing. I wanted to be her when I was younger because I thought she had the coolest hair, coolest job. You know, I just wanted to be her. So um, for me, Adventures in Babysitting all the way. The original, not the Disney remake they did
3: like a few years ago. <laughs> I am down with that. You're an old soul, Heather, to like that movie. An old soul. Oh yeah,
2: it's so great. And it was like the first time that a lot of people were introduced to Thor, like on screen. Remember how they had Thor as like yes, one had of Thor. the Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yes, and it was yes, Vincent D'Onofrio, yes. a young Vincent D'Onofrio. It was amazing.
3: This is kind of weird. He's a kingpin now. That's weird that he was. The first He's so versatile. Of Thor. I stand behind
2: Vincent D'Onofrio is probably one of the most versatile actors there is. Like he could do anything and be believable.
3: Yeah, he's definitely underrated, man. When you say like great actors, you you, you almost never you hear Vincent D'Onofrio. You just don't hear it. But he's great. Yeah, he's
2: and he's like the best, one of the best villains that you'll ever see in anything. But, um, anyways, I digress. But that helmet, though, you know that Thor helmet, that was amazing. Yes, it's like a. Every kid in my age, they were like, they wanted that, you know, it's cool.
0: And Justin, what about you? What's a nostalgic moment for you for your cinematic childhood?
1: Okay. So I thought about this and I have quite a few, but the one that I wanted to talk about in detail, because later I will be discussing how objectively it might not be that great of a movie, but the, but a movie that was instant nostalgia for me. And I watched it recently, and I still enjoyed it. Was uh, Disney's Pinocchio? So, if you know me, I'm like a huge uh, Dis- I'm a huge Disney fan, and for a long time, uh, Pinocchio was touted as like a lot of people thought that pound for pound, it was the best Disney film. There, there, there was some groundbreaking animation in it at the time. The story was a little darker. Than a lot of the Disney movies that had come out at that time, especially when you consider things like Pleasure Island and what was happening to the kids over there and then being stuck inside Monstro the Whale, and he was this big, imposing whale that was coming after them in the closing scenes. But there's a lot of awesome stuff about this movie. The song uh, When You Wish Upon a Star is now the song whenever Disney. When you see something from Disney Studios the you always hear that when you wish upon a star jingle yep. yep yes yep so i mean that's got to be one of the best songs probably ever in a film if you were making a list of top 50 or top 100 songs in movies or whatever I'm pretty sure that one's going to be in there. It's got to make that list, I, I feel like. Also, the opening of the film where it opens with that book and it looks all kind of old and kind of rustic and there's a burning candle and then the book opens and then Jiminy Cricket starts narrating. So it's just really an awesome film visually. And when you consider the time that it came out, it was very, very groundbreaking for his time. So, Pinocchio's definitely one that
3: would be my nostalgia trip. You must have loved that Roberto Bernini remake, that live action. Oh, Jesus Christ. Shut up. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, my God. You know. This, if you, you know. if, if, for, any, for anybody, man, for anybody listening to this, please don't, please, you owe it to yourself. <laughs> To watch Roberto Benigni's
3: Pinocchio. No, I mean, do think not. about this, <laughs> please. Just think about this: a fifty-some-year-old man pretending <laughs> to be a small wooden boy
0: <laughs>
3: and going to school. And going, you could have at hey.
0: least brought up the Jonathan Taylor Thomas version of it. <laughs> and going, no, hey, Geppetto, not so a
1: real boy. And Geppetto looks as old as he does. He's like, hey, Geppetto, not <laughs> a real boy. And I swear. Geppetto was younger. It's terrible. Please. It, it Please. Is,
3: it is some really weird, this is pseudo pedophilic <laughs> uh it's it's so awful, but you I think you should see it. So you can understand how bad things can get. I mean, if you watch that movie, <laughs> you might be like addicted to heroin or methamphetamine, but after you watch that movie, you go, Well, at least my life isn't as bad as uh Roberto Benini's Pinocchio. <laughs> yes i totally agree
0: it gets better that's what isn't that movie like got zero percent on rotten tomatoes Um, if i'm thinking right if not it's 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 got a single digit score yeah i know that much i just know it's super low there's considered one of the worst movies of all time there's
3: probably one critic who was into old man porn and uh, really did enjoy the film so I I don't think it's well with
0: all, with all the stuff that's come out of Hollywood lately. As far as the, you know, the behind the scenes horribleness, it would not surprise me if there's one critic out there that was an old man porn and did give it a positive review. But I'm looking at <laughs> right
3: now. Continue the conversation. But we up here. All right. Let's see. You're almost. Yeah, there. Let's see what this. Let's see what this mother did right here. I want to say it's between zero and three percent here we go and it, it's so funny because Pinocchio 2002 look at this pic- I mean okay so if you've never seen the poster we can't look at the picture I know but I wanna I'm just gonna, what's the score? I'm gonna describe the picture so the picture is no
0: what's the okay, score? So
3: on, on, on Metacritic it has a score of 11 with 15 reviews.
0: Well, Metacritic, has it a, Metacritic has it at 11. I'm pretty sure the Rotten Tomatoes is actually lower yeah, than that. Metacritic has, it. So, so, yeah, Metacritic
3: has it at 11. And uh, Rotten Tomatoes, the Tomatoes of rottery, has it at, hold on. Let me pull out my Fandango app <laughs> real quick. Do you guys remember those commercials? Jeez, I mean, it worked. Oh, yeah. They're doing well for themselves, but man, just people just, you know, just gotta be, just gotta go balls to the wall. Oh, well, hell. I'm sorry, guys. I'm just gonna kind of ramble a little bit for <laughs> you here. But Roberto Benino, you need this uh, 50-year-old man. He runs around in a onesie for most of the film uh, and he shouts. I was
0: wrong. The Rotten Tomatoes score is a
3: 30%. 30%. I told you so. There was a lot of old man porn watchers who enjoyed that film. Loved it.
0: And, and really,
3: I mean, if you guys don't really understand how like Rotten Tomatoes works, uh, just to illuminate, because there's always these arguments like the reason why DC doesn't get good or whatever is because the critics are trying to sabotage the film. But that's not how it works. So what Rotten Tomatoes does is they just accumulate a whole bunch of movie reviews and they just say what percentage of the critics said, hey, this movie is a good movie and I would recommend it. So. When you see something like a movie's at like fifty percent, it doesn't necessarily mean that it's a fifty percent movie. It just means that fifty percent of the critics who watched it, or fifty percent of the audience, depending on what you're looking at, didn't review it favor favorably. So that doesn't mean that they didn't. They said there was nothing good about the film and it sucked. It just said overall, as a film, fifty percent of the critics weren't digging it or the audience. So I wanted to click.
0: And then, while Metacritic is an actual aggregate of their score, yeah, Metacritic, is, and so an 11 on Metacritic is abysmal. Which means that if there were, if 30 percent of the people gave it a positive review, which would mean a 60 or above, that means there was enough under 10 to drop 30 percent of people giving it at least a 60 all the way down to yeah, an 11. Like the 11 is in a big
3: red square, so it just looks really bad. It's just, uh, you don't want that big 11 at all. You don't want them ones next to each other like that. So, yeah.
1: I'm, I am so upset. I'm so upset that, that we spent so much time mentioning that movie because, I mean, guys, it is painful <laughs> to watch.
3: Like, it's...
2: Original Pinocchio it's is over. like 100%, so... Yeah, you know. so
3: it's, it's yeah. 80, 89% worse than the original Pinocchio. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and it's like and is is
3: isn't it over 2 hours long oh, if i'm not mistaken it's excruciatingly over a 2 hours long the runtime of this film is is preposterous i don't know you know you that just shows you how hollywood works you do one good movie and they will let you do whatever cuz roberto Benigni was in life is beautiful which won an oscar if i'm not mistaken right yeah he did uh so he did this movie as a follow-up and uh that was a mistake. That was a mistake.
2: <laughs> Nobody heard from him since.
3: <laughs> yeah. No, he's actually done some stuff uh uh since then, which is crazy. Um but here I just want to pull this out for you. So he has had accreditation uh as early as 2012. He did a movie called To Rome With Love. He was Leopoldo mm-hmm. and uh, Pinocchio. <laughs> back to the runtime of this movie is oh, it's not two hours. It's one hour and 48 minutes. So nearly two hours. Wow.
1: It felt <laughs> it felt like such an eternity.
3: Like when they say that, I
1: mean, it. it's so slow and the dialogue is just terrible. And the looks that they're giving each other and how he's trying to act like a child. And it's just clearly a man, and you're just upset, and you're angry, and it just <laughs> continues on. It's, it's and I just, it's like, like if... It was so difficult to watch. It's
3: like if somebody gave Tom <laughs> Green and Sacha Baron Cohen money to make Pinocchio, and they did it. I mean, it's just, it's that abysmal. It's like, it's just like, it's like he made this movie... Just to see how many people would support him on this, this errand of errors. I have, I don't, I don't even know how to describe this film. It is
2: like a movie GoFundMe, just to like see who would do it, you know?
3: Just to to (laughs) see if anybody would stand up and go, Hey, Roberto. And and here's the thing that makes it even worse. This, the whole movie is originally spoken in Italian. So then you have, english dub over it but they actually i think if i'm not mistaken because it's been a while since i've seen it uh they used italians and a lot of it to do the english dub it's so like you have this poorly spoken english (laughs) with a slightly italian accent (laughs) if you ever have an hour and 48 minutes and you want to completely waste it Watch Roberto Benini's Pinocchio, but do it with a group of people. It's kind of like the ring tape. You got to spread the suffering. If you watch it by yourself, <laughs> you're a little weird,
0: and we're concerned about you. We have. I kind of wish I had a button to hit that I could hit it, and it makes you stop talking about that <laughs> <laughs> fucking movie, so we okay, can move okay. on. We're done.
2: <laughs> Needless to say, so good. original Pinocchio is what Jass is talking about.
0: Okay. Well, any version of Pinocchio at this point, I don't even give a fuck. Justin liked all the Pinocchios and he hated all the Pinocchios. <laughs> that's just all I Pinocchio. know at this point. I, my mind is, numb. He is Pinocchio. <laughs> he likes and, and hates all the Pinocchios simultaneously at the same point in existence. That's fine. He just picked the time-space continuum oh, into one little Pinocchio ball, and that's Justin right now. We're moving on. <laughs> so, my example of nostalgia... And I'm going to go a little bit of a different direction than you guys, because you guys were talking about movies that you watched as a kid. And for whatever reason, you still like them now and all this other stuff. I'm going to go a different direction and actually call out some people on Facebook for mentioning the movie (laughs) Space Jam.
3: Because
0: fuck you. If you watch that movie now, it's fucking garbage. (laughs) I totally 100% understand liking that movie when it came out. I get it. It had Michael Jordan. It had the ghost of Charles Barkley. It had the ghost of the random tall white guy <laughs> that played basketball for a year once. It, it had the ghost Chris of Patrick Mullin? Ewing. Is that who that was? I don't Damn, fucking Muggsy. remember who yeah, that, yeah. that was. Bugsy Boggs, Bugs Bugs even.
1: Bugs. I mean, was, come on. It was yeah, Bugsy Bogs. It was either Chris Mullin,
0: like Patrick Ewing, or yeah, Christian Lightner. It was one of those. <laughs> it, it was not Christian Lightner. You're not going to have. Okay. It wasn't Christian Lightner. Okay, I would have known. It, it was Christian Lightner.
1: Okay, then maybe it was Chris Mullin. I'm pretty sure it was Chris Mullin.
0: But and then it had what? What's his name? Nedry from mm-hmm. Jurassic Park in it. Honestly, fuck that movie. It's garbage. Yet. I can fly. Um, well, no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm, okay, yeah, we're not into the R. Kelly lyrics yet. Because the soundtrack aside, soundtrack. nothing about that oh movie works. Oh my god, that soundtrack like, was so awesome. You did, yeah. It actually is. <laughs> No, it didn't mm. have a great soundtrack. It it's had good. like 3 good songs. It's not a whole Basketball soundtrack just this my Chris outside of the monster stars. Come on. All right, you had Okay, 4 songs. <laughs> four okay, songs. you had Basketball Jones. You the, Ma- the monster song? No, nobody knows what the fuck you're talking about monica song. It had <laughs> it, it had the monster in it. a big anthem, song from that movie. Life. What are you talking about? That was the big song from the movie. Yeah, I believe "You Can believe Fly" can is, can is can the big fly. song from that movie. Okay, Well, you the other had, big song from that movie? Oh, you mean the cover of what yeah, "Time Keeps Seal. on Sleeping"? Um, the the cover Seal did. Now. Yeah, that was, was the other big song. Seal killed it. Yeah, those no, were God. the two big songs from that. You're you keep saying this other song like we're supposed to know what you're talking about, and no one even knows what you're talking about. I think you just made up a song and put it on that soundtrack, <laughs> because like I said. It's if the Monsters Anthem. Hit high, hit him. Jones. And
3: you hit him low, hit him low, hit him low. Exactly. Yes. But yeah.
0: Those are the four good songs off that.
2: It's the for you I will song. For you, I will. Everybody love that song. Uh,
0: really? I, I don't think I've ever heard it. That song. And I okay. own Sorry. that fucking soundtrack. And so yeah, okay. there's four good songs. And I mean it even had quad city DJs on, and I'm not even counting that. Oh yeah, everybody. But, come
3: on, it's time to slam now. We got a real thing. Go yeah, and it did have quad city DJs. You're right.
0: It did have the quad city DJs. Trust me, I know what I'm talking about here, and that's why I think Heather made up a song.
2: <laughs> Go look up the soundtrack. For You I Will by Monica. It was like always number one on like the most requested music videos. Okay. It was a popular which means, song. Which
0: just, which just means it was a song off another album that was popular and it happened to be on the Space Jam soundtrack is what you're really saying.
2: The video had of footage Space of Space Jam in it. Okay.
0: I don't even think that exists because there's no possible way I can look that up. So it doesn't exist. You're lying. Oh, anyway, okay. But my problems with that movie is A, it's based around Michael Jordan who can't fucking act. It's got worse, and it's got worse animation than Roger Rabbit that what came out ten years before it. Somehow, Roger Rabbit ten years before this movie could seamlessly mix live action and animation better than this movie.
3: Yep. And just on top of that, <laughs> I'm sorry, Sterling, real quick, Sterling. Actually, um, I think it had worse animation than uh, when opposites attract by Paula Abdul when she's dancing with that cat. <laughs> I think, that, I think that had better live action ending <laughs> than, uh, than Space I mean, Jam. I would
0: have rather have watched Cool World oh, than cool this. Oh, Cool
3: World. Jeez. Us. I used to love that movie, too. Oh, God. I used to love it when I was a kid. Cool World. Because it
0: had a skeptic had Yeah. Kim Basinger in it. So, you know. And the, and nothing about the stakes of this movie actually make you think anything's going to happen. Like, It really just seems like a weird promotional video for Michael Jordan coming back to the NBA. Like, that's what this feels like. It's like Michael Jordan was like, man, I want to go back to the NBA. I just need to make it big. And then Warner Brothers was like, hey, we'll put you in a movie with Bugs Money. That'll be big. And then Michael Jordan went, yeah. And then they did it. It's just (laughs) nothing about about it's good. Like, Michael Jordan is the most... He's the anti-Michael Jordan of acting. Like, when you watch Charles Barkley... And like Patrick Ewing and all that others and, and Mugsy Bogues and tall cornbread motherfucker. It works like it. They actually seem like they're acting. Whereas like Michael Jordan at no point is acting. It's just like he's awkwardly. It's like you can tell he was acting against people in green screen suits and tennis balls because he just had no fucking clue what he was doing from one scene to the next. It's just like not even nostalgia can save that movie. It really is one of those things that if you still like Space Jam, You have like Coke bottle lenses on your rose colored glasses, and you're standing very close to the screen too. I mean, because it
3: just doesn't hold up. I mean, it really just—it's so bad. Uh, It just oh, and and the acting is so wooden. The premise is so ridiculous. It's just like we're these space monsters who are two D. We're gonna kidnap the NBA people's talent, and then we're gonna. If you lose the game, then I'm going to take you back to my amusement park, and you're going to have to play basketball and lose to alien children. It's uh stupid. Oh, and um, uh,
1: just a uh, just to throw a correction out there, um, big cornbread motherfucker that you <laughs> okay. keep referencing, Sterling. <laughs> His name is Sean Bradley. Yeah. Not it was Sean Bradley, not Chris Mullin. <laughs> Big corporate.
3: <laughs> oh, I can't stop laughing about that. I like, I okay. like, I like, I'm I like sorry. BCBMF better than that name. <laughs> <Big> B-C-B-M-F.
0: <laughs> BCBMF, It was very obvious that, like, when they did that, <laughs> they expected him to be a big guy. Like, he was like, man, this is going to be a future star in the NBA. Just <laughs> He's going to be right up there. Like, when you're naming stars of basketball, it'll be Charles Barkley, Patrick Ewing, Michael Jordan, Cornbread Motherfucker. Like, <laughs> I, I've already forgot his name. I don't remember what his name was. You just said it. I don't remember what his name is. <laughs> <laughs> I will just go with yours.
3: It's be- that, that name sounds better than Sean Bradley. Oh, and another thing that's garbage about that movie is just, it's not even garbage. It's just that the jokes don't hold up. Like, there's a lot of Pope, there's a Pope fiction reference in the movie. uh, And there's just, like, a lot of these 90s references that just, they don't hold up to the test of time uh, in the least bit
0: at all. Yeah, it's one of those things. What is the weird obsession outside of Disney movies to reference, like, clearly, clearly adult things? Like, why is it like that? Madagascar is referencing American beauty? Why is this movie referencing Pulp Fiction? Like, is, is it solely to just give like a wink and a nod to the adults in that movie? Because why do these movies have to do it? But then Disney doesn't have to do yeah, it.
3: I had no idea about that reference until I was a teenager and I saw Pulp Fiction. I was like, oh, that's why they shot him in the head. Nobody even knows that you were gone, Heather. Way to ruin the illusion. Fourth wall, damn it. The fourth wall. You What you should have is came back and been a fucking professional. You should have done. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Um. Continue, Sterling. Are we done with Space Jam? Are we done ripping into Space Jam? Yeah, we're done okay. ripping into Space yeah. Jam. So you heard it here first on Cinema
0: Slayers, guys. Uh, Space Jam is garbage. I uh, Oddly enough, I'm sure I'm not the first person to say that recently, but I'm going to say it. I'm going to call out people like Mundo. I'm gonna call out Mundo because I know Mundo personally. I know him fairly well. Fuck you, Mundo. Space <laughs> Jam sucks. Oh man. Thanks for doing our logo. I really do appreciate that. Like all the hard work you did for our logo is awesome. Yeah. But fuck Space Jam.
3: Yeah, thank you. Cause we just can't wait to insult it, apparently. So <laughs> there you go. <laughs> that's that's what you get for, that's what you get for sometimes
0: when you scream into the void, the void speaks back. That's a lesson for you. It's one of those things I had other stuff planned, but when I saw Space Jam, it triggered me. I just, it consumed me. I could think of nothing about, except for how much Space Jam sucks. And I know this because I watched that movie about two months ago because it was on, I think, a Showtime channel. And I put it on for a little bit and I was like, oh, fuck, this sucks. And I stopped watching it. And it's sad if I stop watching something. If something is so bad that I stop watching it, that's saying a lot because I'm pretty sure I, accidentally watched the fifth Transformers movie again. And once I was started watching it, I didn't stop till it was done. So if I can make it through the fifth Transformers movie again, but I can't make it through Space Jam, that's telling you something about Space Jam.
3: So what about, um, Heather, what about you? What's something that you have watched as a kid and then as an adult, you go back and watch it and you're embarrassed that you used to like that?
2: So funny story. I actually, back in college, a couple of friends of mine were like, you know what? We all love this movie as a kid. Let's rewatch it now, just for fun. Uh, Three Ninjas. And I remember loving that movie as a kid. My brother and I would just like, anytime it was on, we would want to watch it. And we would, you know, want to like reenact their fight scenes and whatever. So Three Ninjas for sure. And then when I watched it in college, it was just the worst thing I'd ever seen. I was like, why did we like this so much? It was so bad. But I loved it. It was like one of my favorite things to watch as a kid.
3: So you couldn't kick back and enjoy it now? (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> Definitely yeah, <I> <laughs> <Aha>. <laughs>
1: Was that the one with Hulk Hogan? Ooh. Was that Hulk Hogan? Or was that Surf Ninja?
0: Hulk Hogan. Oh man, Hulk Hogan. was Surf Ninjas. We, I thought.
1: Oh, was it Surf Ninja? Was it? Wait, <laughs> okay, baby, I gotta <laughs> wait, <laughs> wait. Was it
3: Surf? Wait, hold on. I gotta see. We just look we, it we up. See if, look it up. We to see if Hulk Hogan. Yeah, we looking it up. look it up. Yeah. Look it up. We got to find that out. I love technology. Which one was Surf Ninjas. Cold, I
2: I don't know why but Surf Ninjas was also one that like when you're younger you have no idea how terrible it is. So
3: Oh, I used to watch Surf Ninjas. I had that movie memorized. <laughs> I could I could quote every line. Yep. Um I could I could do the moves. Uh and I I uh I thought Rob Schneider was hilarious. It's one of the, it's like I want to vomit just saying that <laughs> that at one time I thought Rob Schneider was funny I helped him make the animal because I just kept watching <laughs> Three Ninjas um, I helped him make Deuce Bigelow European Gigolo
0: <laughs> oh. I helped him I helped him fucking make Okay, bench we were all kind of wrong on the one that Hulk Hogan oh, okay. was saying because the Hulk Hogan okay. was in the fourth Three Ninjas High Noon at Mega Mouse yeah.
3: oh, my <laughs> oh my god,
1: god the fourth four. Oh, oh I forgot
3: about that one. <laughs> that young dog, There's been Minato. We been four a, of them. Yes, I've seen it. You forgot uh, about that Minato. You didn't know there was a Minato,
0: did you?
2: Oh my gosh! <laughs> you didn't uh,
3: know you had that young uh,
0: Oddly enough, That's, oddly enough, the fourth three ninjas has the highest Metacritic score of all of them.
2: So sad. Whoa, <laughs> oh really, Hulkster <laughs> man? Can you please stop.
0: Hulkster it's brother. probably Hulk Hogan. Three Ninjas. The first Three Ninjas was a 36 on Metacritic. Three Ninjas Kick Back was a 39. So it got better. Three Ninjas mm-hmm. Knuckle Up. Yes,
3: they just knuck, yes, knuckle up.
0: Stayed the same at 39%. And Three Ninjas High Noon Mega Mountain solid 44% or 44 on Meta, uh, was Metacritic. Was it the
2: same kids?
0: I don't think No, so. no,
3: they didn't get the same. Okay. I think Tom Tom stuck in there for a bit. When I think about Mega Mountain. Okay. Yeah. Because
2: I was like, I only remember three with all of them.
3: Um, no, I remember hiding in Mega Mountain because the, the first that's what I realized.
0: At least had at least the first two at least had a couple of people that were the same. The third one had one person that was the same, it looks like. And then the last one had none of the returning cast, I don't think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nobody. And that improved. So that tells you something, you know,
3: <laughs> winds have changed. <laughs>
2: I just remember, like all the girls that watched that movie, like they loved Rocky because he was the cute one, and all the guys wanted to be him because he was like the best fighter, so to speak, you know. And it was—it's was just terrible now,
3: though. It was all about Tom Tom. <laughs> he was the best because he got to eat all the time, <laughs> right? Like Tom Tom care about Rocky. I used to fight white boys named Rocky where <laughs> I come
0: from. You know what I'm saying
2: just to that prove a point, a or. <laughs>
0: interesting fact the guy that played tom tom in three ninjas kick Back is the same kid that played buster in blues brothers 2000 hmm. wow. wow all right hmm so it didn't get much better after that eh? Kinda. <laughs> i mean he, Kinda he's, got still worse. At least, he's still at least a working actor and his picture on imdb isn't in black and white so that's saying something i mean he was on buffy <laughs> uh-huh. and uh he's still working i mean he was in a tv show as recent as 2017. Oh, what well, show was he on? For Tum Tum. Uh, uh It Steam Room Stories. So take that for what you will. <laughs> oh, that, oh, oh, wow. Oh,
3: he was probably in someone also. <laughs> he was probably in somebody's Tum
0: Tum. Oh, so oh my God. <laughs> he was in something as Steam, recently as that. Steam Room Stories. And he's wow. been in some, he's been in some uh, Funny or Die stuff when Funnier died mm. in the, the Bournes Anonymous skit. He was a part of that. Uh-huh. He played he played the okay. Jason Born character in that. Um and he was on Wizards of Waverly Place, so that's cool. Mm. That's
2: probably his best credit. Well, <laughs> yeah.
0: well, he, he was at least in one episode of Buffy.
2: All right, I'll take that.
0: Mm. Yeah, will take it in the Steam Room. It- <laughs> <laughs> I'm just sorry. I just can't get over that. I'm sorry.
2: It was just that's
3: uh that's ingrained.
2: I just remember like I seriously, any time that, that movie was on. Or if, like, you know, when you had the cable and you could see, like, what was coming on next, if we knew it was Three Ninjas, we were, like, ready to watch it. And then when we rented it, you know, not that long ago, I was like, this is... And it might have, I'm, we might have done a marathon. I think we might have watched the first and second one, whichever one is the one where he's they're playing baseball and he's trying to get him to be really good at baseball, whichever one that was. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. That's the first one. He's like, he's like, imagine the ball growing larger as and big larger as a in melon. front of you, and it keeps getting bigger. And then it's a big, and he hits it, and it's big as a melon. Yeah, it's that's like a huge worst.
2: plastic yeah, beach ball that he's hitting. Yeah, like beach the effects balls. were yeah, so terrible. And that's when I knew that that movie was just like the worst
0: <laughs> i like the that's when you realized it like it took you towards that the long end of the movie really- yeah <laughs> okay so i'm
3: gonna ask the same question to you mr sterling what's something as a kid loved it
0: watched it dozens of times and then saw it as an adult and you're like whoa well i did kind of do that already with space jam so i'll follow i'll follow suit and go the exact opposite of you guys okay and something i watched as a kid that i loved and I watched it now, and I'm like, oh, this is terrible. But I cannot wait to watch it again. I am going to have to say Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, Secrets of the Us <laughs> Ninja, ninja, rap, ninja, ninja, rap. Oh, yeah.
3: Rap.
2: Honestly, that might have go been go the ninja, best ninja, ninja Turtle
1: go, go, movie. Go, Ninja, go, Ninja, go.
0: <laughs> Nothing about that movie is good nothing um I but mean, it was my I'll, favorite I one i totally oh, get that no
3: Tonka and razor still look freaking oh, no,
0: awesome that's what i was gonna say oh, i was okay. like i can't say that because like the character designs are good they were still using the suits from the first one it sucked because they had to tone down the violence of the first one which is not really known for being a violent movie but that's why they didn't use their weapons and in that one is because they wanted to get rid of the violence of it um but fuck, I love that movie. And I think it is the absurdity of it all. It's the fact that you have Toka and Razar. It's the fact that they get beat by donuts and fire extinguishers. It's the fact that you have Vanilla Ice doing an ad-libbed right. dance and rap at the end of that movie. That just really seals the deal for me and just makes it irresistible. And, and the Super Shredder. Kevin Nash oh Super Shredder. Oh, yeah. and, that oh, Kevin Nash, and that Kevin Nash as the Super Shredder, which doesn't yeah. even do anything. He's just like, I'm super shredder, break a pillar, break a pillar, dead. I mean, it's the most (laughs) anticlimactic scene ever. It's it's, It it takes the whole Japanese video game thing of, you know, oh, the boss is in its final form. And then it kills itself before you do anything. It's like if you're playing an RPG, it's like if you're playing Final Fantasy and then you see it turns into the second form. You're like, oh, man, this is going to be a fight. And then it just does some animations and then it's dead. You're like, oh well, fuck. I guess I don't have to do anything because it kills well, that's itself. Just, that's just
3: modern video gaming. It's just a quick time event, pretty much. So that's just pretty <laughs> much modern video gaming right
0: now. That's just how games. It really is. It's, it's you beat. It's, you beat the boss, and then it's a cutscene of it upgrading. And you go, man, I'm about to have to fight. And then the cutscene just doesn't end, and it dies. And you go, and you and press, hey, hey,
3: that's it well, you know, I, I think it was a subtle message about being physically fit versus muscular, you know, because Super was all roided up. It was an anti-shit steroids message, <laughs> you know, because he got really, really big and buff like Captain America. And, um, you know, but he wasn't a, he
0: was a mobile. His steroids didn't work, it didn't work on him. So I think it was anti-steroid's message. And nothing, I'm, I'm and I'm also <laughs> gonna say this and nothing makes me makes me want to eat pizza that more than the opening of that fucking movie. Oh yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah. When it's just a montage of people getting that classic New York slice. That New York slice, yeah. baby. That New York slice. It just slice. looks so
3: damn good. That I'm entire, not gonna lie, I kinda just want to go watch that
2: right now. Like I would still watch that for sure. <laughs>
1: I have a Ninja Turtle story about pizza um, like. Uh, oh, God.
0: Did you put jelly beans uh, and ice cream on a pizza?
2: Not a
1: normal Close. story about what's it. Um, just a Ninja
0: Turtle story about it. Uh,
1: no. What's up, uh, Michelangelo? And I'm not sure if this happened on that movie or any of the movies, but it might have been the cartoon. But
0: no, it's, one time, it's the cartoon.
1: Yeah, probably.
0: I can tell you now before you say it. It's the cartoon.
1: What's <laughs> up, Michelangelo was like, dude, pepperoni and marshmallows. So. Yes. <laughs> So one time I, I I told my dad I wanted a pepperoni of marshmallow pizza. And so he ordered he ordered a, a like a double pepperoni pizza from Pizza Hut and he melted marshmallows on it and he said you better eat every bit of it because I spent my money on it and you better eat every bit. And I said, Oh, it'll be good, dude. Michelangelo life, and I bit into that pizza, and it was the worst shit in my life, dude. Like it tasted so bad, I couldn't, I couldn't even chew it. I couldn't even chew it. It just fell out of my mouth. I couldn't even chew it. And he said, "You see every slice of that pepperoni." and marshmallow pizza. And he said, you're a Ninja Turtle, right? You're a Ninja Turtle. You better eat <laughs> and it was the worst experience of my life. Okay, that's all.
3: Man. Oh my God. Oh, you sweet summer child. Oh, you sweet summer child. <laughs> okay, that's oh, all. Oh, Sorry. what is up with I... pizza in your house growing up? You just have so many bad pizza stories. So, I do, but
1: that was... <laughs> That was one of the worst moments of my life.
3: So I just had to
1: share it. Listen, that's going up black, folks.
3: That's going up black, (laughs) just to let you guys
0: know. I mean, see, and that's how I knew it was going to be a cartoon story because I distinctly remember that on the cartoon, you would have these things where it'd be like they order a pizza and like Michelangelo would be like, oh, yeah, jelly beans and anchovies, my favorite. (laughs) And you're just like, no. (laughs) Apparently, they never did that. (laughs) <laughs> they never did that in the movies they never did that in the movies and that's how I know when you were saying it was a bad pizza story I'm like that's the fucking cartoon
1: but it sounded like <laughs> a delectable delight it was a it sounded like a delectable delight I mean I like marshmallows <laughs> I like pizza so I should lock them both together and it just didn't look like
0: <laughs> Justin I want you next week so- uh, I'll, I'll let you repeat this week but next week I want you to to think of two things that don't go together but you like individually and put them together for a meal
3: yes hmm. i just know i don't fuck that I, it can I, be I a new segment find, on our podcast i want you to find two things i want you to find two things that you like that are activities like wrestling and unicycling and doing them at the same time <laughs> <laughs> that's what i want you to do <laughs> oh god see how well oh. the fucking works all right i'm going to the top rope guys
0: <laughs> we can expand on that later but i want you to be like Mm. I like banana Sundays, and I, I like, like cheeseburgers, and I like salmon. Ooh,
3: banana salmon!
1: I like alma <laughs> like Joy pieces and ramen noodles. <laughs> oh god! Oh god! That's it's it. Be like that's Disney. your one
0: for next week. All right, Justin. I'm not gonna lie. I actually think that's gonna be good, depending on your flavor of ramen.
3: Oh man, I just threw up in my mouth a bit. <laughs>
0: If you I get something like before. like <laughs> if you get something like like a hot, like a like a hot and sweet like a sweet and spicy ramen if you get a sweet and spicy ramen and mix that with that almond joy I bet it's good With those almond joy pieces? I mean <laughs> are you sure? Dude, I'm telling <laughs> you. Spicy and chocolate work miraculously together. And if you get a sweet and spicy ramen that means the sweetness of the ramen will actually be complemented by the sweetness of the coconut. Hmm. I think I'm on to something and I think I've got a project for myself this weekend.
1: Now <laughs> you have to try it. Ramen Joy. Ramen Joy. You need to try
0: it. <laughs> Oh, I like that. I mean, ramen. I like ramen. I'm ramen, gonna, ramen we're we're going to do it. We're going to start the Ramen Joy Cinema Slayers food challenge. Oh, Excellent. You are and starting it, just... motherfucker. Not me. No, we, I'm not, we I don't want
3: no parts of this. I don't want
0: no parts. You don't want to be
3: a ninja turtle.
0: When I make the video of me eating it, I'm gonna challenge you to, like I'm gonna challenge you three to do the same. We're gonna start it. I understand
3: where you're going with this. Sometimes <laughs> you feel like a nut, and sometimes you feel like ruining your
0: fucking life, but I'm not gonna do this. I'm just <laughs> not gonna <to> do <laughs> Dude, it. <laughs> I'm telling you, I think you're on to something because I, I will still to this day champion chocolate teddy grams and spaghettios. It's a very amazing combination. Wow.
3: Okay, can we please stop? Because I I gotta sleep. Oh and I don't gosh. want to have nightmares. I don't want to have nightmares. <laughs> oh okay, Justin, what is your movie that you loved as a kid, and went back to watched it, and Sour Grapes?
1: Um, I really hate to do this because this is one of my most favorite characters of all time. But um, mm-hmm. but but when you look at uh RoboCop two. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I really like this as a child. And I don't know why. Oh, no. I mean, I guess yes. because because it I was mean, awesome get, as a kid.
3: I, it was everything you could possibly want.
1: <laughs> it was like there was this new drug on the street called Nuke. And like nuke people would
3: <laughs> people would
1: shoot. It looked like you know what necks. pop
3: ices look like to the audience? You know what pop ices look like? Those really cheap popsicles. It was like that, but really small. And they would literally rip it open like you do a Popeye's and then press it to their neck. And they'd be like, oh, the nukes getting me high. Yeah. Oh, that <laughs>
1: and, that, and that was the effect of nuke. It would, they would go, oh, and then they would just be high or something. That was it. So I thought that's how people got high. I thought that's what happens to you. I, thought, I was like, man, I never want to do drugs if it's anything like nuke. So Did you I, also
2: try that when you were younger after the marshmallow pizza? <laughs>
3: No, he's actually been straight edge his whole life. Robocop 2. <laughs> Robocop man, 2 has kept Jasmine straight edge. It fucking worked. It must man, but I,
1: I don't think you can find Nuke on the street throw. Maybe like the dark web or something.
3: But You want to you know why you can't find Nuke? What? Robocop. Okay, so just,
1: man, just a few more points about this terrible movie. Like, at the end of it, he's fighting this guy, this drug dealer guy who somehow implanted himself into this giant robot that okay. was supposed to be like the Kane, who was supposed to be like the RoboCop 2 prototype. And they have this fight where they're falling down this building and his face appears on a video screen and he's like, Rah! like, it's just <laughs> terrible. <laughs> it's terrible.
3: But you loved it so much. Do you remember when they were trying to get new RoboCops? Okay, so Justin misquoted. Kane didn't put himself inside of the robot. What happened is um, RoboCop got into some trouble because he was being, like, too violent. And so, like, they reprogrammed him. And, like, at one point in time, he, like, shoots at a man who was smoking a cigarette at the school zone. Anyway, this is a complicated story. Anyway, so uh, <laughs> RoboCop had apprehended Kane and really deboed him. And so they were like, we got to replace RoboCop and we want to we don't want this RoboCop to be violent. So what we'll do is we'll put this drug lord's brain into this machine that's several times the size of RoboCop that has a Gatling gun for one hand and a battering ram for another hand. And then we'll make it addicted to drugs uh, and that will make him a less violent law enforcement officer. It was the 90s. Give us a break, man. We just wanted to have some fun at the movies.
1: (laughs) Yes, you are right. How could I leave that out? Yes, his brain was... And I think that was all the... That was all that was left of him, right? Like he had gotten yeah, absolutely his destroyed. That, his were like,
3: eyes were still connected to his brain like his yes, eyeballs. His were eyes. His <laughs>
1: yes, his <laughs> eyes were connected. I remember that like it, and it was like in this liquid or whatever. And I remember Robocop going Raw! and he threw it on the floor and it burst it his eyeballs and brain went everywhere. <laughs>
3: And then, like, the computer image was like, and then it disappeared, and the big robot stops. Go watch Robocop 2. It's great, actually. Now I want to watch it. I'm going to watch that
0: now. See, I know why I liked Robocop 2 as a kid, and it's why I still like it till. Till this day, a little kid beats up RoboCop because he's a little <laughs> bitch.
3: <laughs> he cuts him up in pieces. He cuts him up in pieces and dumps him out of the car in front of the Detroit. He gets B- beat. By,
0: he gets beat. He gets beat by a little league team, and then beat by a little kid in a prep uniform. It's amazing. But that this was is the saddest after his, moment of my
3: life. That, that was after his reprogramming. People. That was he would. Be, he had been hacked by by external forces.
0: Um. And that's I why do not he care careful to get the advantage. All that matters is he gets embarrassed by a little league team and then beat up by a child. They change the directives. I've never Doesn't hated a matter. child.
1: I've never hated a child so much. Like when he did that, I was really hurt emotionally. You didn't cry during that scene <laughs> when Robocop was in pieces looking all He's around like, oh,
3: like oh, 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 look at my leg. It's moving independently of my thought. He
0: He was a hero of me growing up. Like, when I was a small child of five and watched that movie, I was like, oh, dreams do come true. Children can beat up RoboCop.
1: Well, everybody has a bad day. He just
0: had an off night.
1: I mean, even RoboCop can have an off night. Really off night, yeah.
0: He's a robot, dude. Those aren't, You're not supposed to have an off night as a robot. Um, He's a cyborg, so he's a terminology, right? <sighs> That's debatable. His, his body is still robotic, so... Uh... No, he's got the human bits. I don't think he. I don't. I don't think he falls into to to cyborg. Now I do think if you're talking about the 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 remake of RoboCop, I think he does fall into cyborg. Oh, but I don't think RoboCop technically does. Oh, the one who still had a hand, so he can, you know. Yeah, I,
3: was, I remember that one. I remember that. Yeah. One. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So, um, actually, I'm surprised you didn't say RoboCop three. What is What is one for you, Devin? Um, this is hard for me to admit. Um, as a child, um, I was a big fan, like most kids of the No, that's 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 a whole other conversation. But this is when I was a <laughs> child, um, and um, I was a big fan of Mortal Kombat. I had the first one on Sega. I had the second one on Sega, um, and I and I played the third one over actually at Jason's house a lot, and his friends made me cry. They would they knew yep. how to use the run <laughs> button and I couldn't ever get the run button down and they would just devo me with the run you know oh, 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 oh. so um I have seen the first Mortal Kombat film and I absolutely loved it you know um and you know and, and I don't really um uh, have a lot of memories of like good things my dad did for me, but there is one thing he did that I will always respect. I was so excited when the second Mortal Kombat movie came out. I was so pumped up and I wanted to go see it so bad, so, so bad. And my dad took me to see Mortal Kombat Annihilation. And boy, did I love it. I saw Sector, and I saw Cyrex, and they had Jax Briggs and they had uh, uh, Bayhan and Sub-Zero. They had uh, a scorpion with two monster thingies coming out of them and it was action packed and not at all poorly produced with bad CGI or anything. And it totes followed the story of Mortal Kombat. And all of that is a lie because it didn't, but I still loved it as a kid. And I remember, I remember watching it as a kid and we walked out of that theater and I looked up at my dad and I'm looking at him, I'm so amped up. It was everything that I could have possibly wanted in my 10 year old mind. And I looked up at my dad and I said, hey dad, what, I, what did you think about the movie? And my dad said, "Well, what did you think, son?" And he and he, I said, "I loved it." And he's like, "Well, that's the only thing that's important." And as a parent today, Aww. I understand that that was code for that was absolute shit, and I can't believe I just watched that. <laughs> if you if if I didn't love you so much, I would have never seen this movie. It was love that brought me here. Nothing short of that, and I always appreciated that, especially now. When I have to watch my own son's shows and movies that they want to see. Uh, So, yeah, so there's actually a bit of nostalgia to that, because that's like one of the few times, you know, you know, Dad was like a stand up guy. But now uh, watching it in retrospect, it's one of the worst things I've ever seen. Um, I mean, I have seen I'm trying to what's something that I've seen my mother. Do crack cocaine. And I think mm-hmm. if I had to choose between watching Mortal Kombat again and seeing my drug out of mother, I'd probably choose drug out of mother. My God. That's how bad it is. Do not watch Mortal Kombat <laughs> Annihilation. My
2: I love that you did that with like a beautiful story and then you were just like, yeah, but it's garbage.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm going to say this though, Devin. In your defense, I remember the same thing as a small child. And for whatever reason, when you're a small child, your brain can twist things and to making you think that it was good just because it was something that you liked, yeah, you know, like or related to something you liked. Like when you watch Mortal Kombat Annihilation and you're just like so excited that it's anything Mortal Kombat, yeah. <laughs> that you're just like, no, it was good. And then you think about it, like, like even like a year later, you're like, wait, none of that actually was yeah. Mortal Kombat, yeah. <laughs> like none of it. It had character names. And it had some, you know, some words from Mortal Kombat, but none of it actually was Mortal Kombat. It's kind of like the Mario Brothers movie. You're just so excited to see a Mario Brothers movie that you're like, oh, it's so awesome." And then like, after like, you know, like a week, you're like, wait, none of that was Mario. Well, you know, you know what it, it just had, do you know
3: names? You know what made me really hate the Mario movie when I was a kid? The Mario movie had actually came out just before like uh, a Mario game, like it had come out just beforehand. And so I was like, all right, so this doesn't look like the Mario that I've played, but that's only because this movie has the stuff that the game's going to have. So I thought they were going to have like those rocket boots and those flamethrowers. And I thought the Goombas were going to look different. And then the (laughs) game didn't. I think it was actually Super Mario World 2 that came out afterwards and I mean it was it's the complete antithesis of that movie it's all brightly colored and there's just these weird characters and actually it was a whole different other game but um, Nintendo didn't think it would sell so they just put Mario character skins all over everything
0: and no 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 Um, no the Mario Brothers the movie came out after the Super Nintendo was released okay okay so then I was Uh,
3: maybe maybe it was Super Mario 3 then I can't remember which one no
0: no no Super Super Mario World was the first Mario yes. game that came yes, out Mario with the Super World. Nintendo. Yes. And so it was after that. And I know this solely because the Super Scope is in that movie. Yeah, you're right. The Super Scope was in that movie. Yes. Oh yeah. yeah. They used it to okay. order,
3: they used it to order pizza. Yeah. And so I thought that what I saw in the movie, I was gonna see in Super Mario World because me growing up, I only got one video game a year, and that was at Christmas. So I wanted Super Mario World of course uh and then none of that stuff was in there and like I said Super Mario World is still really brightly colored and like just so fantastic and, and there, it was just nothing like that awful movie and I was just like wait that movie lied to me this isn't Mario at all and then you hear all the horror stories about the production of that film
0: oh Yeah no God. it was hell and I and I really loved Bob Hoskins logic for being in the movie because he was like he got the script and he's like, what the fuck is this? This is terrible. And then his kid was like, oh, Mario Brothers. I love that game. And so he was like, oh, I'll be in that movie for my son. <laughs> not realizing not that realizing nice. that it had nothing to do with Mario to where his, his son <laughs> would be embarrassed that his dad is in that Mario movie. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> it's just one of those things where he was like, oh, this is something my son's like. I'm sure this is accurate to it because I have no fucking clue what it's about. And he did it. <laughs> wow. I did not know that. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it was, it was either, like I said, it was either that his son said something or he saw that his son had the game. So it was one of those two. Um, but like I said, it very much was. He was like, this looks like garbage. And then he, like I said, his son either saw the script and was like, oh, I love that game. Or he saw that his son had the game. And so he's like, oh, I'll do it for my son. And not not knowing that it was a complete fuck up of a movie of the game.
3: Unbeknownst to him, it would cause him to become an alcoholic. <laughs> so, kids, right?
0: You know? <laughs> I mean,
3: that's what. Thanks, Mario
0: Brothers. You killed Bob Hoskins. <laughs> <laughs> Appreciate it. You. Yep. It might have been like 25 years after it came out, but fuck it, you did it anyway. It's
3: just, It's just like... It's just like the ending of a kiss, kiss, bang, bang. When he goes and sees the dad, he's like, she didn't kill herself. You did. You pulled the trigger 25 years ago. Now, whoever that's a deep cut it is 25 years ago. That's how they killed Bob Hoskins. Hashtag justice for Bob. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so we'll go ahead and end it here, guys. Yeah. I mean, I know we have a lot to say about these. We have more of these uh, that we could definitely talk about. I'm sure this can go even longer. Um, which just means we'll do another one of these later. We'll bring up some more. We'll put it up on Facebook again. We'd love to hear from you guys about what you want to talk about. Just don't say Space Jam because fuck you, it sucks. Yeah. Saying it now. Unless you um, say
3: I like Space Jam still, but objectively it is a bad film. Then that's
0: fine. If you say that, I'll will give you I'll give you the out because you at least know it's bad. Yeah. But you gotta know. It's but if bad. you still think it's great, it's not. Yeah. It's just not good. Um, other than that, we do thank you guys for listening to us. And make sure you go to our website, guys, Check out our Threadless store. There's a link at the the, the website. Make sure you you know, you know like, share, uh, review our podcast on whatever podcast app you listen to. Give us feedback. Let us know what you thought. Like, yell at me, Sterling, if you hate what I said about Space Jam, even though I'm right. At least say, you know, you think I'm wrong. You're wrong, but say you think I'm wrong.
3: It's just say you choose to disagree with the truth.
0: Yeah, just just openly admit <laughs> yes. that you want to deny actual facts. It's fine. Um, And other than that, thanks for listening. Thank you.